Friday morning here at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. And weather's getting better, a whole lot different than last week at this time. And we were talking about covering over the flowers and taking care of everything outside because it's going to get cold. Not anymore. It's 52 right now. We'll get sunshine in about 70 today, 70 tomorrow, maybe some more showers, which is nice, not gully-washing rain. Maybe a little heavier than we had a day or so ago, but uh, I still don't think it's going to be anything to disrupt Mother Nature and the fragile state of our land right now being opened up for seeding. So nice weather, and by next old Thursday, 80 degrees, that'll be okay. 52 right now in Eau Claire. Cool spot, Black River Falls, 38. But what else is new? They're always cold down that hole. Hey, it's Friday morning. It's short time here at the Shank of the Day. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. In the studio this morning. So I suppose you're getting ready to go out and have fish tonight someplace, huh? Oh, I'll probably still pick something up because I, I'm just not comfortable quite yet I don't getting think, out. I, I don't am. think a lot of people are. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend of mine, oh, I don't know, a few weeks ago. People wanted to go out or wanted to get together and do something, and you know, just uh, sitting around a fire, you know, soaked yep. just around a fire. Guy looked and he said, "Well, I'd like to," he said, "but uh, I got word that my wife is going to get pregnant tonight, and I'd sure like to be there." <laughs> so uh, that's uh, that was his story, and I guess it works. <laughs> so, but again, but uh, there are some that are going to open up and already have opened up. I think they opened up as soon as that order came down from the Supreme Court. They did. Of course, you got restrictions on it. But, again, if you are going out, that's your right. But just be careful and be considerate of people around you. I mean, I don't know how you eat fish through a mask. You figured that out? No, I, I haven't had uh, uh, any kind of beverage, alcoholic or otherwise, through a mask yet. And I, I probably won't uh, be doing that. I don't think so. Most <laughs> of us won't. But, anyway, that's uh, that's the story. It is open. And uh, being a former, now there is no such thing as a former Marine. I've learned that from watching uh, <laughs> watching uh, Gibbs on NCIS. Once a Marine, but uh, not a not a yeah. the best day in Marine history today, is it? No, no. 1975, uh, we had the Mayaguez incident going on today. In is the anniversary yeah. of the Kotang Island uh, Battle of Kotang. Uh, Forty-one Marines, a couple of uh, Navy. Uh, uh, Corman and some airmen died in that incident, and turned out the ship wasn't even, it was in dock. We had it already, so it wasn't the greatest day in American history, let me tell you. All right, so hopefully it'll get better today. And weather-wise, it'll get better. We're going to have sunshine today, and we're going to have about 70 degrees. I think Kelly Slifkover at Skywarn 13 is hedging about 69, but we'll call it 70 today and tomorrow with uh, some showers Coming in Saturday, later Saturday into Sunday. It'll be kind of breezy today, too, but uh, pretty nice. We'll be in the 70s the next few days. 75 on Tuesday, 77 on Wednesday. Should be about 80 on Thursday. Right now, 52 degrees. We're going to get some breeze along with that sunshine today. And the point, Bob, 52 degrees here today. That talking with Susan Frame, CVTC horticulture teacher, she knows her business, and she just told me yesterday or the day before that uh, 50 degrees at night is what those tomato plants like. And I, I'm smiling because you my got potatoes, yours in? I threw some tomato plants Good. in the ground. I 
true uh, caution to the wind. All right, I got to get a few tomato plants. I like to grow them on my patio. I grow them out in the garden, and the deer eat them, so I don't uh, <laughs> I don't get the benefit of that. So I wall them off a little bit. So again, fifty two degrees, and Susan does know what she's talking about. I gave her some plants that were dying, and she brought them back to life and multiplied them. It was almost like the fishes and the loaves when you <laughs> when you deal with Susan. She knows her stuff. Adam, it is the shank of the day, baby. 52 degrees right now. We're going to have a little breeze today and sunshine. High's going to be about 70. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get the morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump is pushing hard to accelerate the reopening of the U.S., amid the ongoing coronavirus outbreak. They ought to start thinking about opening it up. You have a lot of people want their freedom, and they'll get their freedom very soon. Talking to reporters outside the White House, Trump made those comments yesterday before heading to Pennsylvania to visit a medical supply business. Meantime, Trump said he thinks a coronavirus vaccine could be developed by the end of the year. Few small businesses are getting the federal help that they asked for. A Census Bureau survey shows just over 38% have gotten a loan through the Paycheck Protection Program, but nearly 75% say they applied for the relief. The program was created to help small businesses with the economic fallout from COVID-19 by providing loans to keep workers on the payroll. Senator Lindsey Graham isn't 100% on board with some of President Trump's latest comments. Trump said on Thursday that Senate Republicans should call former President Obama to testify in connection with the Russia investigation. But Graham told reporters it would set a bad precedent to compel a former president to come before Congress. The South Carolina Republican said it could open a can of worms. CVS Pharmacy is opening up 1,000 more COVID-19 testing locations over the next two weeks. The first 50 drive through locations open today in Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Florida, and Massachusetts. Patients will need to sign up in advance at CVS.com. The company wants to process a million and a half tests each month. The world's richest man could soon be the world's first trillionaire. Amazon founder and CEO Jeff Bezos looks to be about one-seventh of the way there. That's from the comparison and content site Comparison. It projects him reaching that milestone within the next 10 years. And make way for more Elmo. The beloved Sesame Street puppet is getting his own talk show. He'll host the Not Too Late Show with Elmo from his living room with Cookie Monster as his sidekick. The show starts streaming May the 27th on HBO Max. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Is that the sign that we've uh, got too much time on our hands now with this virus? As, Elmo, I wonder what kind of as viewership one, Elmo is going to get. And the, as the one comedian says, "There's your sign." <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm going to boy, if Cookie Monster's involved, I'm in because there you go. I'm a Cookie Monster guy myself. All right. Well, <laughs> hopefully it's a success for him because uh, it's been boy, how long are the Muppet? You know, Jim Henson's been gone a long time. Yeah. But, Boy, they've been on the front screen for years. What is it, 1970 or something? Is it that long? Yeah, wow. Something like but, that. But uh, yeah. obviously very successful and very well done. All right, how about the weather? I think that's going to be very well done, too. I think you're going to like that. Kurt Group is stable, growing, and hiring. They're looking to add to their team of welders, fabricators, and powder. If you are an experienced welder or have some experience in welding, Kurt Group can train the right team member. Not a welder? No worries. They will train the right person for fabrication and powder. Kurt Group offers 80 hours 
hours of vacation time and matches 100% for your 401k up to 4%. Other benefits include medical, dental, and vision insurance after just 30 days. Compensation varies on position but begins between $16 and $23 per hour. Plus, you're eligible for a raise three times in your first year based on performance. Kurt Group is adding to their family now, and they want to hear from you. You can apply now at kurtgroup.com under careers, or feel free to stop in to apply. Their offices are located at 6208 Industrial Drive in Eau Claire. Apply now at kurtgroup.com or stop in to apply. Again, their offices are located at 6208 Industrial Drive in Eau Claire. Kurt Group needs you. Kurt Group is an equal opportunity employer. Smith Funeral Chapel, serving families since 1956. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I think that guy's shortchanging us. How's that? Well, 35 years. I've been here 43. Jerry Erdahl was here before that. Pat Keller, who started this thing, the farm show back in the 60s. We're talking... 50, 60 years. Well, this is a radio station, not a math class. So, <laughs> no, it is Good probably point. it is probably sixty five yeah. years, or sixty some, yeah. fifty some years. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Good point. So we'll have to we'll have to get that changed. But uh, let's look at some other numbers here that you're going to like. Weather forecast today: sunny. It'll be a little breezy out there. I don't think it'll blow you off the tractor seat, but uh, it'll be a little breezy out there. High about 70. Overnight tonight about 49 with partly cloudy skies as the clouds move in. And it looks like later on Saturday or Sunday we'll get some, some showers, some rain. High Saturday, 70. Sunday, though, it only looks like a high about 60. So it'll it'll cool off with those clouds and showers. Then warming up. Looks like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, most of next week will be sunny. Temperatures in the 70s. Until we get to Thursday, then we should get about 80 degrees on Thursday. Black River Falls right now is a cool spot. They're at 38, so their tomatoes aren't doing all that well. But it's 53 in Green Bay, 59 in Milwaukee, 57 in the Madison Sun Prairie area. Wausau and Marshfield both at 52. Rice Lake's at 50 this morning. La Crosse, 54. And right now, here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, nice Friday morning out there. We're at 52 degrees Man, it's going to be uh, sunrise here in about a half an hour. 5.37, the sunrise will come. Days are getting longer. And we've got more numbers to take a look at on a Friday morning here at Wax as we're about six and a half minutes after five. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us the markets. And Scott, what do we got for livestock here at the end of the week? Fed beef steers are at 91 to 102 with the top selling at 107. Fed beef heifers at 91 to 102. Fed Holstein steers are at 73 to 84 with the top going for 86. Cows 36 to 71 with the top at 75. Bulls 55 to 83 with the top at 85. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 29 to 32 with sows 20 to 30 and boars 9 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 85 to 165 and feeder lambs 
Rams are at 125 to 215. All right, let's go to the Mercantile Exchange. Livestock futures were mixed. June live cattle 94 or 9412. That was up 25. August $97 even down a dollar 42. October live cattle 99.95 down a dollar 55. And December cattle 102.80. Down 175. Feeder cattle were lower across the board. We've got August at 131.05. That was down 202. September feeders 132.52 down a dollar 85. October down a dollar 80 at 133.75. November down 177 at 134.45. Lean hog carcass contracts were mixed. May was up 67 at 68.67. June hogs 58.75 up 87. July at 58.80, down 32, and August at 57.72, down 52. Board of Trade was a little lower overnight in the quiet market. Uh, mixed, actually, mixed to a little higher. It was down in yesterday's day trade, but a uh, little, little traction overnight. July corn this morning is up a penny at 3.18 a bushel. The oats at 3.05. July wheat up a penny at 5.03. Soybeans up 3 at 8.40 a bushel, and meal up 50 cents a ton. $288.70. And these uh, dairy prices, this has been the best week for dairy prices we've had in a long, long time. Kind of reminds me of the gas prices, <laughs> the way they've been going up. But uh, what we see for barrel cheese up 16 and three quarters yesterday. Barrel cheese at 166 and three quarters. 40 pound blocks up 17 and a quarter, up a dollar, up to a dollar 75. And double A butter up 13 and a half cents yesterday, 164 and a half. May class three up forty cents at twelve forty eight. June, July, August, and September all up seventy five cents yesterday. June at sixteen ten. July at sixteen eighty. August seventeen forty one. September at seventeen sixty. Class three prices double digits higher through June. And let's keep our fingers crossed and the markets respond that we can keep uh, keep those trends moving in that direction. Ten minutes after five o'clock. Again, thanks to Rural Mutual Insurance for sponsoring our market look this morning early on wax. 52 degrees the current temperature, a little breezy today, and we'll have sunshine. Get about 70. Cars.com has nearly 2 million cars ready for home delivery. Set up virtual appointments with local dealers. Tour and save the car you want. Click to buy when you're ready. Find your match on Cars.com. For those who work in Acres... Not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're doing business during the coronavirus. Lots of businesses are up and at them and uh, continuing to work. And that includes Advanced Septic and Advanced Septic Services headquartered in the Kadat area. Lori is with us this morning. And Lori, tell us about Advanced Septic. What kind of services you provide, much needed services you provide to those folks that have septic systems? Well, we're doing septic installations, repairs, certified real estate inspections. Um, of course, we do free estimates. And we've been just kind of rolling through and still practicing social distancing. Most of our guys, when they're on a job, they don't really need the, home, need the homeowners out there anyway. So business as usual for this. And, of course, construction is continuing around our area. And, you know, if you need that septic system, how do folks get a hold of you to come out, give them an estimate as far as what kind of a system they may need or guidance to put in the right kind of system? What's the secret? Website, phone numbers, how do we do it, Lori? 
Um, you can give us a call at 715-703-3235, um, or you can check us out on our website at advancedsepticinstallation.com, and that has a call to action button in there as well. Um, or you can check us out on Facebook as well, and that has a call to action button also. And uh, your staff, obviously, you said you're practicing social distancing, which is easy to do on the job. But you've got the expertise to help them not only, you know, say, well, we need a septic, but design the right kind of septic or repair one that uh, was put in wrong or just having some age issues and things like that? Yeah, most of the time you'll have a failed septic system um, that needs to be rectified. They have to put a new one in. We're taking care of all of that stuff, advising them how to do that, what happens through the process. We basically walk them through the whole process. And, you know, if it's a new construction, same concept. We still walk them through the process, get them the air estimates, uh, soil tests, and all that kind of stuff. We get that all from start to finish. We can help them out. Yeah, there's a lot more to do than just digging a hole. Lori, thank you. And again, yes. <laughs> the, the phone number and uh, the website to get in touch with you folks, to have somebody come out and give them an estimate or put a new service in or repair a bad one. Yep, uh, 715-703-3235 or at advancedsepticinstallation.com. It's that simple. So if you've got the septic needs, septic service needs, advanced septic service in the Kanad area can get the job done for you. Absolutely. And it was fun talking to, to Lori yesterday. And uh, I asked her at the end, you know, if you follow these trucks around, these septic trucks, they've always got, uh, you know, some cute sayings, you right. know, that, that they make up. The old honey I, wagon. Yeah, I said, if you, if you got any, you know, little slogans on your truck that we can wrap this up with her. No, I got to work on that. And, and I had uh, out where I used to live out by uh, Elk Mound out on Highway 29, Meyer Septic Service. Louie Myers used to, he st- did that for years and years and years. Now it's uh, into the rest of the family. But Louie had on his truck and he'd come and do mine, clean it out. And he, when the pot goes pluey, just call Louie. <laughs> but, uh, but again, uh, that's a certain, you know, and I don't think you have to worry about social distancing when you're working on the septic. Do no, you? no. I don't think a lot of people are hanging around looking over the edge and seeing what's no. in that hole. <laughs> nope. And uh, the business that they do, uh, all that repair and everything in, yeah. in that line of work reminds me of the plumber who was told me one day, the key that you have to remember is don't bite your fingernails. <laughs> there you go. Good advice. <laughs> All right. Well, so, again, advanced septic service in the Kanad area. Need new septic or or uh, need repairs on the one you got, uh, they're the folks to call there. Uh, Lori and the gang up at uh, advanced septic. All right. We've got a quarter after five. And uh, taking a look at the, some of our farm news this morning, what's going on, Scott? President Trump said he has no interest in renegotiating the Phase 1 trade agreement we just signed with China. That follows a recent report in the, in the Global Times that said the Chinese would like to end the deal and put together a new agreement more favorable to Chinese interests. The president said we'll just have to wait and see if they live up to their terms of this deal. 
Among the terms of the deal is the agreement that China will buy $12.5 billion more dollars worth of U.S. farm goods this year and $19.5 billion more in 2021 than they did in 2017 when we sold them $24 billion worth of U.S. farm products. But they're lagging behind. Their imports of U.S. farm goods in February and March were below $1 billion. That's the lowest total for those two months since 2007. The European Union's dairy industry is getting a stern warning from a coalition of other countries. Ten countries with large dairy infrastructures, including the United States, are warning the EU to not do what they did three or four years ago when they accumulated about 16% of the world's skim milk powder and put it in government storage. They then release those stocks on the world markets, unfairly distorting prices below normal market values. Instead, those countries are encouraging encouraging their citizens to use more dairy products and their dairy farmers to produce more milk or to produce milk at levels more appropriate to current market demands. And the House is scheduled to vote today on the fourth COVID-19 assistance bill, and it does include money for the dairy industry. The new bill called the HEROES Act would allow some changes to the dairy margin coverage program as well as include a new dairy direct donation program providing a half billion dollars to nonprofit groups that have bought milk to give to the poor and needy. It's expected to pass the House, but it would face a tougher time in the Senate. I'm not sure if Mitch McConnell would even uh, bring it to the floor because they're talking upwards of $4 trillion yep. in, in this and bill. The word I heard was dead on arrival. Yep. So, again, vote in the House today probably, and it'll pass uh, unless they make some changes that it's not palatable to enough members. But, uh, again, will it see the light of day? Probably not. 17 and a half minutes after 7 o'clock. And uh, don't forget something that's very worthwhile. The Sand County Foundation and Wisconsin Farm Bureau now accepting applications for the $10,000 Leopold Conservation Award given in honor of Aldo Leopold, Sand County Almanacs. And uh, it's a program that uh, awards extraordinary achievement in voluntary conservation, inspires other landowners in their communities through their, their examples and provides a visible forum where leaders from the agriculture community are recognized as conservation leaders outside of the industry. And I know this is always a highlight at the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's annual convention down in Wisconsin Dells in December. And uh, again, do you know someone like that? The deadline for nominations is August 1st. And uh, this last year... The award went to some folks in our area, Lake Family Farms, owned by Jeff and Kelly Lake of Boyceville. And uh, Jeff and Kelly, they grow about 1,500 acres of corn, soybeans, snap beans, kidney beans, and alfalfa with uh, no-till cultivation practices. So, again, $10,000 in a nice crystal bowl or some kind of crystal. I don't know (laughs) what it is, but uh, I've seen it, but I forgot what it is. And uh, But a very, very nice award. And recognition, too, because uh, a lot of uh, organizations have kicked in money for that uh, $10,000 award. Besides Sand County Foundation and the Farm Bureau, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, Wisconsin Land and Water Conservation Association, Compere Financial, We Energies, the USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service, Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board, the Wisconsin Corn Growers, 
Wisconsin Corn Promotion Board, the Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers Association, Whole Foods Markets, and McDonald's, all involved in that Leopold Conservation Award. So, again, get it into the, the Farm Bureau. The deadline is August 1st. So, again, a really, really top-notch award. All right, coming up, a conversation this morning with the corn growers. Mark Lambert is with the National Corn Growers, and our Pam Yonke had a chance to talk to him about protocols corn growers should have in place during this COVID virus situation. So we'll hear what uh, the corn growers are talking about. We'll do that next on Wax, 20 minutes after 5, 52 right now. Sunny, a little breezy today. I should get about 70 degrees today, and hang on next Thursday. We should get to 80. Premier Livestock and Auctions at Withy has two big sales coming up on May 19th and May 20th. The May 19th sale starts at 11 a.m. and features beef bulls, red beef cows, beef heifers, Holstein feeders. They're expecting 600 to 700 head. Call Premier Livestock with your consignments. And on May 20th at 11 a.m., there will be a complete dairy herd dispersal featuring 78 Holsteins, red and white dairy cows, including a few very fancy cross cows coming from Double J Dairy Farms at Taylor. Tie stall milk, accustomed to free stalls, milking 75 pounds with the top cows milking into the 100-pound range. While Premier continues its on-site sales, their sales also are featured on CattleUSA.com. Call Premier Livestock today at 715-229-2500 or visit Premier Livestock stockandauctions.com The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I've been talking with a lot of farmers and those who work with farmers in the field, and they say this is among one of the most productive springs they have seen in years, but COVID-19 could still have an impact on how that goes. This is Caitlin Riley on the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse. And Pam, you had the chance to chat with some of the National Corn Growers Association to talk about those what-if factors and the importance of having a contingency plan. That's right, Caitlin. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. National Corn Growers Association has been working cooperatively with our Wisconsin Corn Growers Association to get those contingency thoughts and plans out there in the minds of our Wisconsin farmers. Now, granted, time is precious, but you are not invincible. Although you may consider yourself isolated by virtue of being a farmer, you can still come in contact with those that are carrying COVID-19. Mark Lambert's the Senior Communications Director for the National Corn Growers Association, and he said, when you take a look at the jobs that Wisconsin farmers, any farmer, is doing... You are working by yourself, but you also hold all the knowledge of what's going to be planted in what fields, what fertilizer, what herbicide, what's the plans as far as uh, business partners. All of that you hold in your head. So if you get sick and go down, how is the rest of the farm supposed to keep functioning? And that's why Lampert says they're suggesting these contingency plans. I think... uh stress levels were were already very high just because of prices and the ag economy. Um, so when, you know, we had this coming at us as well, we thought it'd be a really good time to try and provide some kind of, you know, it's pretty generic advice, but it's stuff that you don't normally think about. And so we tried to, you know, to get something out as quickly as we could to, to get people thinking about, 
you know, planning ahead in terms of the potential for this lovely virus um, and making sure that the, you know, the, the farm can, can get through this critical planting season and that everybody stays as healthy as they can. So that was really the, the motivation. Um, thankfully, a lot of other people have since been, you know, kind of building on that and putting out resources as well. And so that's a good thing that it's out there everywhere. And I, I hope people are, are seeing it. And, um, you know, our other motivation was getting it done before people headed to the field because, you know, once planting starts, trying to, you know, to get people to think about, you know, planting for COVID on the farm and, and having a plan that somebody else could pick up and use should they get sick uh, is not high on their priority list. Right, right. Very true. You know, now we are in the tractors and the trucks. We're making it happen here in Wisconsin, anyhow, as far as spring planting. But this might be a good time for us to think while we're driving around in circles. Give me a few of the high topping point, talking points, Mark, that you wanted to make sure farmers were thinking about. Your point is well taken. A lot of things that we do on the farm are in our heads we don't necessarily write things down. We may not tell other people where we're going, what we're doing, or what we've got arranged. If you get sick or laid up with anything, COVID-19 or anything, what's that backup plan? How do you suggest they walk that through? Well, I, I grew up around around farmers, been working with farmers my entire life, and I know I know the breed. You know, it's just they they think they're invincible, and I know people that have worked through signing harvest and a lot of other things when they're not feeling well, but. You know, this thing is, is can be bad. And, uh, you know, the odds in, in, in a rural area of getting it are, are far less than if you're in a city. But um, you don't want to be wrong. So it's just, you know, it doesn't take that long to give a little thought time to steps you can take um, to make sure that, you know, should, should you get ill, that other people can, can take up the ball and run with it. So, um, you know, it's, it's things that a lot of times they carry in their heads, everything from, um you know, having a seed plan available to, um, you know, which plant, which fields do you plant first? Um, and, you know, putting this all in writing and having it in one place and telling somebody where it is, is just important. You know, if you want to get really deep in the weeds and you can, you know, use a, a plant book to provide field maps. Um, but things like plant population, are you using GMO or conventional seed? What's your herbicide plan? Um, you know, what's supposed to go in the field? Do you, do you have fertilizer down? Um, people are, you know, are picky about planting depth, depth in some instances. What's your row width? Um, you know, are, are you intending any field work before, you know, you get into the field? Um, you know, something as, as, as silly as where the heck do you have the keys for the equipment? You know, most people <laughs> leave it in the equipment. But, um, you know, it's just, uh, just uh, all, you know, things that you think are small and you take for granted. I mean, just get it all in writing. Um, I, th I think it's important. Um, even having a contact list, you know, who are the, who are the, the, the people that you work with, um, you know, the service people and providers that uh, provide the products for your, for your farm to get you through planting. Um, so no, nothing's too small. It's just, you know, you really need a good brainstorming session and, and then getting it all down in writing is wouldn't take that long. No, and you're right. It's not something that we do very often. Uh, I think COVID-19's got all of us thinking a little bit differently about how we get our job done. But this is something literally that farms should be doing every year before they get started, don't you think? Well, I, I think the, the process is, is a good exercise regardless, but it just seems to be extra critical this year. 
And farms have gotten bigger, but there's still such a small group of people that get this job done. And, you know, they, they're, they're, you talk about is essential folks out there. Well, it doesn't get much more essential than, than farms. You know, you, there's some large acreages out there that are being farmed by one, you know, two, three people. Um, and so every one of them is extremely important. And they carry so much of that essential knowledge around in their head. Um, a notebook, throw on the dash of the truck. Somebody needs to know what it is and, and where it is. Mark Lambert's along with us. He is the Senior Communications Director at the National Corn Growers Association. And if you want to see kind of the checklist that Mark and his staff have put together, it's a very good one, regardless of if you're a corn grower. doesn't matter what you're growing. It's just a really good step list on things to think about this spring. Just go to ncga.com and uh, take a look at their news articles there, and you'll be able to find it for sure. Just out of curiosity, Mark, you've uh, had state meetings uh, virtually with all corn growing associations across the United States, including here in Wisconsin. Have you heard anything from them about issues that have popped up after this COVID-19? Maybe it's something as simple as how they're running their offices. How has it impacted uh, the workings of the National Corn Growers Association? Well, from an association standpoint, you know, we're, we're lucky in the, a lot of what we can, you know, we do, we've been able to, to move it online. Um, and people are getting better at doing that. Um, it's, you know, face-to-face is so much better, but that's not the world we live in right now. So it's not slowed us down very much on the work on our end. But as far as, you know, especially with the states that are out in the trenches, um, you know, they, they're, doing, they're doing a great job trying to communicate with their members on what they need and provide, provide them with information uh, there's just been, you know, kind of a steady drumbeat coming out of the states and communicating with, with members and uh, not only, you know, trying to tell them things that we're continuing to work on to sell some corn and, um, and see what we can do about these prices, um, but to maintain, you know, make sure we maintain the, the safety net that's in position and that people fully utilize it because if there's ever been a time to use it, it's now. And again, that's Mark Lambert with the National Corn Growers. Some of the priorities corn growers are looking at in these times to keep the markets moving and hopefully keeping prices up. 5.30 in the morning, Scott's going to have some local news for us coming up. But again, these uh, fuel prices, still pretty good compared to what we had the last few years. So it might be time to, you know, maybe look on the farm. Can we get some so we've got it when these prices go up? Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608 372 5911 USEMCO Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We'll catch up with Kelly and get some weather in a moment, but uh, Scott, some of our local news. What's going on? As long as you can maintain social distances, you're free to go out in Eau Claire County. County Health Director Lisa Gizzi yesterday issued an order that allows bars, restaurants, shops, and most other businesses to reopen. Gizzi said people need to continue to stay six feet apart. Large gatherings such as concerts and sporting events are still banned, but most other restrictions under the government's safe at home. 
governor's safe-at-home order are lifted. The county rules for social distancing will stay in place until the end of the month. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday reported the latest round of coronavirus testing produced 393 positive tests and 5,487 negative tests. The overall number of confirmed cases continue to climb in the state with 11,275 confirmed cases reported to date. 434 Wisconsin people have died from coronavirus issues. That disease has been found in 70 of Wisconsin's 72 counties. Taylor and Langley counties have not had confirmed cases. Former UWO Claire Vice Chancellor Albert Cullum is being cleared of accusations that he discriminated against a former co-worker or was hostile at the school. The university yesterday announced that it had dismissed the case involving Cullum for lack of evidence. The school said it did not find enough proof that he violated any school policy policies. Colum resigned from his post as vice chancellor, though that uh, resignation does not take effect until September. The Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame class will have to wait until 2021 to get their fancy meals and recognition. The team yesterday postponed its 2020 Hall of Fame banquet back to April of next year. Packers Hall of Fame organizers said given the coronavirus outbreak, it would be best to wait a year. And former Packer cornerback Al Harris and defensive back Charles Woodson are the two people who are up for those Hall of Fame honors. Wisconsin is inching closer to a billion dollars in unemployment payments. The state's Department of Workforce Development this week said that as of last week, the state has paid $941 million in unemployment benefits. That includes the extra $600 per week enhancer from the federal government. More than a half million people in Wisconsin have applied for unemployment since the coronavirus outbreak began in March. And there's not a lot of desire in Wisconsin's legislature to repeat the safer-at-home order. Top Republican lawmakers said yesterday they don't see a need for a set of statewide rules that tell local businesses how to reopen. Instead, State Representative Joan Balwig and others are leaning toward letting communities set their own rules. Governor Evers yesterday said that will lead to a patchwork of rules and regulations and more confusion. And speaking of uh, reopening things, Bob, right here in Eau Claire, I was reminded that the farmer's market at Phoenix Park will be open tomorrow, 8 to 1. And uh, I'm sure they have some distancing rules all in place for that market. Yeah, they're, you know, normally table to table to table, but I'm sure they're going to be leaving some holes in it. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. So the farmer's market is going to open tomorrow. That's the word I got. All right, good. Thanks, Scott. All right. Well, that's... uh, Good news, but again, it's kind of an on-your-honor deal. Make sure you, you know, if you're going to go out there, that's pretty close quarters around under the overhangs there. So, uh, you know, wear a mask, won't you please? Let's find out what the weather's going to be for the farmer's market. Anything else you got going on, going forward for this weekend, in the next weekend? Kelly Slifka is over at Skywarn 13, brought to you by Beck's Hybrids this morning. Morning, Kelly. Morning. Well, last Friday we were talking about covering up your plants and all the sensitive foliage you got. That's in the past. Yes, it is. Thankfully, I think for good. 
At least until maybe uh, November. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's really hard to get over that hump sometimes here in May, isn't it? I mean, we just cannot, or could not uh, for a long time uh, really get some warm weather. But I think what in general we're going to see some uh, mild temperatures. The only day that's not going to be the nicest will be Sunday, and that's just because we're going to be on the backside of a storm system that's going to bring us pretty substantial rains, uh, maybe upwards of an inch or so across the area, and that's uh, with a storm system that's going to be tracking across the middle of the country. Uh, but after that, it looks like uh, temperatures well in the 70s, maybe getting close to 80 next week. A pretty nice Friday for us. Uh, we have a really weak cold front passing through, but that's just going to drop our humidity a little bit and stir up the winds out of the northwest. Temperatures up to 70, even behind this front. We'll look at mostly clear skies most of tonight, but some clouds will roll in late as we dip down to 47 tonight. Tomorrow we'll see a mostly cloudy sky. There may be some showers later in the afternoon, but I think most of tomorrow will be dry. It'll be mainly Saturday night going into Sunday, and it'll be kind of a washout by Sunday as we'll see rain steady and kind of a cool day as we only get up to about 60. Some Sunday or Monday, we should see that sun return as we get up to about 72. Right now in Eau Claire with clear skies, temperature at 48 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. And it's about sunrise. What? Sunrise is about 537 now, isn't it? Yeah, Something yeah. Like so, so we're almost there already. So we're right so. there. Yep. All right. Hey, have a good weekend, Kelly. All right. You too. There he goes. Kelly Slifka over there at Skywarn 13 with that forecast. Again, nice weather. Again, Sunday, though, could get to rain about an inch as we look at the weather here on Wax. Weather brought to you by Bex Hybrids. The weeds are coming. Hey, it's Ben Pissel, your Bexfield agronomist in Wisconsin. Yes, it has been cold, but warm weather is on its way, and the crops will soon begin a rapid phase of growth. Now, unfortunately, the weeds are also going to begin this rapid growth phase. So the question is, did you get your pre-emergent herbicides on? I sure hope so, because our Bex Practical Farm Research Program has found that with soybeans, we typically see about a three to five bushel yield increase when we use a pre-emergent herbicide. Always remember that the best time to kill a weed is before it even emerges from the soil. So if your crop isn't planted yet or hasn't emerged, get that herbicide on right now. However, if your crop has emerged already, it is absolutely vital that you have a strong residual herbicide in your post-emerge application. And you'll have to get those herbicides applied much sooner than if you had used a pre-emergent herbicide to begin with. So from all of us at Bex, stay safe and have a great weekend. A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com. Grace Home Respiratory hopes for you health and safety in this uncertain time with the COVID-19 pandemic. At Grace Home Respiratory, they know we will get through this together. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 21 minutes before 6 o'clock. 48 degrees out there. We'll get 70. Sunshine, a little breeze today. And we've got some markets. It's got a little more farm news this morning. It has been tough sledding for the U.S. livestock industry for the first few months of this year. But there have been some bright spots. 
first quarter ex- ex- exports. That's easy for me to say. Exports for U.S. beef and pork were up with March sales setting new records. Pork exports were up 38% in volume from a year ago and even broke the foreign sales record set last December. The value of those sales in March also was up by 47% to just over $764 million. The biggest increases in our pork exports were in sales to Mexico, Japan, and Canada. And for the beef industry, pretty much the uh, same story as far as uh, where these products went. Uh, That new U.S.-Japanese trade agreement has been very beneficial because that got rid of 38% tariffs. So Japan was a nice growth for the beef. Also, uh, South Korea, Mexico, Canada, and Taiwan. Big markets for U.S. beef. And, of course, we've got uh, garden time is up. And, you know, a lot of communities have uh, community gardens. If there are spaces available, check at your county extension office. If you live in an apartment or don't have any place to put a garden in, Chippewa Falls Area Community Gardens for the growing season, check with the extension office and... uh, see where they're available. They're at Marshall Park in Chippewa Falls, and other communities also have these available. And, and again, it's uh, about $20 to rent that for the season if there are plots available. But check with the uh, county extension office because they're the ones that uh, plot this all out for you. But it's uh, getting to be growing season as the uh, temperature's not going to go below zero or go below freezing anytime soon, like uh, until maybe... And we get out into October or November, we hope. Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test drive American built strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. I'm Dr. Amar Habib at Advent Health. Balancing taking care of yourself and others hasn't been easy lately, but it's okay to take care of you. We want you to know that we're ready when you're ready. We're taking every precaution, social distancing, wearing masks, checking staff and patient temperatures daily, and quarantining patients when we need to, so you can put your health first and feel safe in our care. Let's start healing. Learn more at adventhealth.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 48 degrees here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get on to the markets by heading over to Equity Altoona to hear from Mark Koger. Three, count three, two, one. This is the way livestock sold your Equity Altoona auction market on Thursday, the 14th of May. In the Fed Cattle Division, high-yielding choice. And prime Holstein steers on a very light supply, selling from 80 to 85. Choice Holstein steers 74 to 80 with your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 74 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows here on Thursday selling from 55 to 62. We topped at 65. 60% of the cows selling from 40 to 54 with 20% of the cows selling 40 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 60 to 75. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up on Thursday selling from 40 to to $100 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef calves selling from 50 to $175 per head. Quick reminder, the next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market 
will be Friday, May the 29th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now this is Mark Koger from Equity L2 and Auction Market. Have a great day. All right, Mark, you have a great day, too, there at the Altoona Barn. And right now, almost 16 minutes before 6 o'clock, more markets as we head over to the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is up and at him and with us today. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? Bob, and a very good morning to you. We're doing good this morning. Another nice uh, sunrise already has occurred a few minutes ago, so sitting there watching that, it's pretty nice. It's going to be a nice day, nice day tomorrow. Well needed rain coming in on Sunday, day of rest anyways. So you bet, I think should the be. Weekend should be okay. Yeah, it should be a day of rest. We always say a day of rest, go to church, but can't do that. I wonder. Well, I think this not, order, I'm not this sure w- what's going to happen with all that, with the uh, relaxing of the regulations or whatever you want to call it. But it, uh, I know there was some. Uh, uh, we went, uh, we had do some uh, running around yesterday a little bit, and both some of these uh, local establishments were really getting the business back. So I guess that's. Uh, long as people are safe but yeah. uh, we we got to get things going again because it's been shut down too long and a lot of these places are really going to need some uh, a lot of business to recover i don't well they're going to need a lot of business but hopefully it's sensible business let's not go hog crazy wild like hogs at a trough here let's uh, let's do it yeah. smart and uh, keep everybody safe well wrap up the week for us at stratford I'll do that, Bob. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Equity Stratford. We did see a stronger uh, uh, market cow auction all week. Again, like uh, most plants, or most plants are getting gearing back up. Uh, some of them, of course, not to 100% capacity yet, but it's helping. And uh, on the market yesterday, high-yielding fleshier cows were selling from uh, 54 to 63. We topped at 64 on the cow market yesterday. Uh, most of the cows this week, your average dairy cows, they are selling from 40 to 53. Thin cows, like carcass cows, uh, those are below the $40 money. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls are selling mostly from 67 to 80. Uh, extreme top did reach 88 on the bulls this week. Light bulls, 60 and back. Also did see a, a decent advance on the fed cattle. Holstein steers, choice grading Holstein steers, 77 to 87. Building choice Holsteins from 87 to 90. Steers under finished cattle, 74 and back. On the calf market, again, pretty much a steady trend on those calves. 85 to 120 pound Holstein bull calves, 40 to 115. And fancy bull calves selling from 125 to a top of 135 on Monday. Effort calves, a little better demand, mostly from 30 to 110. Those continue to be in good demand. And those are selling from 100. Uh, we want to take a look at uh, some upcoming sales here at Stratford. Of course, our next hay sale will be next uh, Tuesday, May 19th, and we got a couple special sales coming up here first part of the month in June. Uh, a special dairy cattle sale coming up on Tuesday, June 2nd. Uh, we have a complete herd dispersal, 130 cows, 120 heifers, all one-owner dispersal. Uh, just mark that on your calendars. A couple weeks out yet, but uh, Tuesday, June 2nd. And on Wednesday, June 3rd, will be our breeding beef breeding bull sale. So, folks, put these dates on your calendar. And, uh, again, a lot of information on our website. You can click on the Stratford page, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. And uh, 715-687-4101. And, Bob, just a footnote to uh, what we were talking about a little earlier. Um, Equity Stratford and I believe most all the equity markets are going to continue to uh, – uh, conduct business as we have in the past month or so. Again, uh, limiting, limiting spectators, buyers only, uh, again, for safety. So 
Uh, there is some information on that also on the website if folks care to read that. So until things change a little bit, that's kind of how it's going to be for a while yet. All right. Uh, then that's, uh, that's a good thing. We can't just uh, open up the floodgates because uh, that doesn't work very well. Hey, have a great weekend, Joe. We'll talk to you next week. You too, Bob. You'll probably be out driving around that convertible tomorrow, huh? Well, I might get her out. You never know. I'm not going to do it Sunday, but I might do her tomorrow. Well, Sunday you could take it out if it needs a washing or something, you know. <laughs> That's what we'll do. All right, Joe. Have a good one. Thank you, Bob. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Summer planting season is in full gear, and Blaine's Farm and Fleet has all the supplies you need to keep you moving along. Cut down thick grass and brush with ease with the King Cutter Flex Hitch Rotary Mower. It's easy to hook up and pull behind your tractor. On sale, $1249.99. Get rid of tough weeds fast with PBI Gordon LV400 24D Herbicide. Two and a half gallons, $59.99. Or pick up PBI Gordon's liquid weed and feed for smaller jobs. Two and a half gallons, priced at $39.99. Get spring started off right with a new 5-gauge, 50-inch by 16-foot cattle panel from Balin. On sale, $24.99. Or pick up a new 11-foot heavy-duty feed bunk from Balin. It's $189.99. Plus, save on this great doorbuster deal. Sacrete 60-pound bags of concrete mix are two for five bucks. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com. Grace Home Respiratory hopes for you health and safety in this uncertain time with the COVID-19 pandemic. At Grace Home Respiratory, they know we will get through this together. Cars.com has nearly 2 million cars ready for home delivery. Set up virtual appointments with local dealers. Tour and save the car you want. Click to buy when you're ready. Find your match on Cars.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And on the Board of Trade, a little higher overnight. July corn up a penny, and that's a 318 a bushel this morning. The oats at 305. July wheat up one at 503. The beans up three at 840. Meal up 50 cents a ton at $288.70. At the country elevators, as we check the DTN screen, corn at Golden Plump today is 298. At the elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, 268 with the beans at 790. Soybeans 767 at Stevens Point. Out at Elk Mound, the corn's 281 with the beans at 795. Sparta has corn at 274 and their soybeans at 785. And over to the river in Ellsworth, 260 on the corn, 790 on the beans. Ethanol plants, Boyceville 285, Stanley 279, New Richmond Grain Facility 277. Barrel cheese up 16 and 3 quarters yesterday at 166 and 3 quarters. The blocks up 17 and a quarter at 175 a pound, and the butter up 13 and a half at 164 and a half. May class three up 40 cents at 1248. June, July, August, and September 
all those months up 75 cents. June, 1610. July, 1680. August, 1741. September, at 1760. Double digits higher out through next June. Steel Town is the Chippewa Valley steel supplier and has been for over 19 years. With the area's largest inventory and lowest prices of steel, stainless steel, and aluminum products, the experienced staff can answer all your questions and offer suggestions. Steel Town offers shearing, bending, rolling, and many other fabrication services. Oh, and how about fast delivery? In most cases, next day delivery. Steel Town with an E at the end of town or call 715-879-5559. There's nothing ordinary about the challenges we're facing right now. But there's nothing ordinary about the places we call home either. Every day, we see our neighbors go above and beyond for each other. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to do the same for you. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Right now, 48 degrees, looking for a high today, about 70. Sunny skies, a little breezy today. Countryside Cooperative, creative solutions, exceptional value. The management at Countryside Cooperative would like to extend their sincerest gratitude to the co-op's members, customers, and employees. You all are what makes Countryside a success. Countryside thanks you for doing your part to ensure fields get planted, animals are fed, houses stay warm, tanks and bellies stay full, and communities remain equipped. In the midst of everything going on in the world, Countryside's employees and members have showcased cooperative values in being change-adaptable and performance passionate to keep safe all the lives we are part of. Countryside thanks you for putting forth the extra effort and staying educated on the continuously changing guidelines and sanitary precautions. Countryside Cooperative remains focused on the future to continue in providing outstanding service and value in the agricultural industry and our communities. For information about Countryside Cooperative, call 800-236-7585 or visit Visit CountrysideCoop.com. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Friday morning, time for our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program. That means Brent Wink joins us. And uh, Brent, another pretty darn good week for getting crops in the ground. A little cold overnight this last week, but uh, we got a lot of work done, didn't we? Boy, I guess, Bob, this spring has just been amazing the amount of work that's that's gotten done and well, I think for the most part a lot of a lot of areas are finished up with corn and soybeans I just I don't ever recall a season quite like this but it's uh, been been a very fast one to say the least but yeah you kind of touched on a little bit of you know the cold temperatures we had over the last week and we actually we had some soybeans that were emerged in some of the areas. And you get a little concerned on soybeans, probably a little more than corn. Uh, on when a soybean plant emerges out of the ground, the growing point or the the live tissue is exposed and out of the ground. So if that gets killed for any reason, frost or hail or anything, the the plant is dead. Whereas on a corn plant, the growing point on a corn plant stays below ground. Um, for several weeks until the corn gets to a certain point, then that growing point becomes above ground. But uh, so we kind of are 
anxious with some of them cold mornings, but the beans that were emerged uh, seem to have came through the frosty mornings just fine. Uh, even some of the corn that was emerged. And then uh, alfalfa, you know, the alfalfa got bronzed up a little bit in a few spots, but it seems like that came through quite well. So hopefully we don't have to deal with any of those frosty mornings anymore, and we can just uh, move on to more normal more normal season, I guess. And I guess we're looking at now, unlike the last few years, we get, well, from here on out, do we make hay or do we plant corn? That's not going to be quite as big a question this year, is it? No, absolutely not. We're kind of able to have one season done before we start another season. In years past, we were trying to do about two or three different tasks at the same time, and it's kind of nice to be able to sit and wait for the hay to grow and, and uh, have the planting equipment all washed up, shined up, put back in the shed, and waiting for the hay season to begin. But we got one season kind of in between, and that's the spray season. And, you know, with, with spraying as fast as this crop went in, obviously it'd be nice to see it get sprayed that fast. And that's going to be one of the challenges, whether you're hi- hiring uh, someone else to do the spraying or you're trying to do the spraying yourself, to try to get this done before conditions in the fields, uh, if we start getting rainy conditions or wet fields or things like that. So just really competition from weeds is, is super critical. On a corn plant, for every one inch of weeds, we can lose upward of four bushel, five bushel per acre off of our yield. On soybeans, it can be upward of three quarters of a bushel to one bushel for every one inch of weed growth out in those fields. So. As we start getting this warmer weather, a little bit of moisture, you know, things are really going to take off in those fields. So making sure that we're on top of our herbicide control programs and getting out into those fields and getting that done in a timely manner, I think is going to be really critical. And that's Brent Wink with us on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update Program. Yeah, that's uh, interesting about one-inch growth in weeds, losing three, four, five bushels on corn and... uh three quarters to a bushel on our soybeans. So get her done, as Brent would say, on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update. 48 degrees right now. We'll get some sunshine today and should get about 70, but a little breezy, so pay attention to that when you're spraying. Over 90 pre-owned Subaru models now available at ChilsonMotors.com. Wax 104.1.